Hey, have you ever had a time where your computer starts to run slowly on you? You know, that multicolor wheel of death and frustration starts to appear a lot and the internet seems like it's lagging forever and takes longer and longer for that thing to wake up. Sounds like me. <laughs> Anyhow, <laughs> that's been happening to mine lately. And I know that unless I stop and assess some things and maybe adjust some things, I'm setting myself up for that thing to crash in a little while. So this past week has been really interesting to me. I've, I've come across a, a bunch of data, if you will, that is interesting because it's come from clients, colleagues, church friends, uh, contacts of all sorts, and it's virtually the same. And it is this, that almost everyone this past weekend-ish reached some sort of mm, end, limit, frustration level, wall, something. It's as if the four-weekish mark uh, window the, for buoying up and adjusting and surviving is about how long we can stave off the deeper stuff until it starts seeping through. I can't tell you how many conversations and texts I've had this week where it was like, this is a whole new level of hard for me. And it's frustrating for people because it's like nothing really happened. Nothing's really different, right? If this fits for you in some way, that's what's happening, is that you're just now coming to some sort of threshold or limit or full up somehow. And so it occurs to me that though the, this tough, indiscernible, hard-to-name uh, spot we're at is just like when our computers get sluggish. So often the problem is that there is an unknown program running in the background taking up the CPU, using too much of it. That, that the computer is slow because a pro background process is hogging all of its resources. That is you and I right now. Every one of us has an unconscious program running to try to adapt, find homeostasis, reprioritize, deal with a bunch of new demands, adjust to a new way of living while still trying to be the best version of ourselves. And so many of us are frustrated because we are finding we are anything but our best selves right now. But brother or sister, you've got to realize you don't have your normal resources. There is a background program, so to speak, running, sucking up much of your energy without you even knowing it, especially if you've been traumatized or wounded in some way, you're going to have all sorts of unconscious things stealing your internal resources, which makes your capacity to engage new and sudden demands forced upon you significantly diminished. The program we're all, we're all trying to operate out in front, whether doing the dishes or doing homework with your kids or doing your work, is getting harder and harder because this background process is wearing us out without us even knowing it. So if you're wondering if this applies to you, listen to this hilarious and true summary of the kinds of things we're having to balance right now. Number one, basically you can't leave the house for any reason unless you have to leave the house. Number two, masks are useless, but if you have to wear one, it might save your life. Number three, stores are closed, except those that are open. Number four, you should not go to hospitals or doctors unless it is a true emergency. But if you're really, really, really sick, don't go. Uh, number five, gloves won't help, but they can still help. Number six, everyone needs to stay home, but it's important that you go out. <laughs> number seven, there's no shortage of groceries in the supermarket, but there are many things missing when you go at night and sometimes in the morning. <laughs> number eight, the virus has no effect on children except for those that it affects. Number nine, animals are not affected, but there's still that cat in February in Belgium and a couple tigers here and there. Uh, number 10, you'll have many symptoms when you're sick, but you can also get sick without the symptoms, have symptoms without being sick or be contagious without having symptoms. Number 11, it's important to get some fresh air, but you get looked at very wrong when you go to get some fresh air. Number 12, you can get restaurant food delivered to the house, which may have been prepared by people who didn't wear masks or gloves, but you have to have your groceries decontaminated outside for three hours.
<laughs> number 13, you can't see your older grandparent, but you can take a taxi and meet one. Number 14, the virus remains active on different surfaces for two hours or four hours, or, oh, six hours, oh, oh you mean days? But uh, pretty much only damp surfaces, oh, or not necessarily. <laughs> See, isn't that funny? <laughs> we are all trying to deal with these kind of outward things as a minimum, let alone trying to get used to having people around all the time and not having a routine and not getting to do the things that used to help to relieve stress and on and on. Therefore, just like my computer, we have to stop and check and assess some things and adjust them before we crash. So I'm excited to have a minute with you to do that. So you see, to put a finer point on the picture of a ton of processing going on in the background that you're not aware of, here is a statement by a trauma specialist. She said, I want to acknowledge that living through this pandemic is a trauma. As a specialist, here are some things that are helpful to know. First, parts of our brain have shut down in order for us to survive. Yes, that's what we're talking about. As a result, we're not able to fully process a lot of what's going on around us. She also says feeling somewhat numb and out of touch with our emotions is normal. And yes, especially if you've lived through trauma before. And a concluding sort of thought is when in the midst of trauma, just getting by emotionally and functionally is okay. Lowering expectations and being kind to yourself and others is vital. Yes, 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 that's the point. Said from a faith standpoint, Isaiah 30, 18. Therefore, the Lord longs to be gracious to you. He rises to show you compassion. So my friends, if the God who is above all of this, limitless in power and magnitude, vastly beyond our comprehension, wants to be gracious to you and show you compassion, how much more so do we need to drop our arbitrary standards and let Him? We've got to all accept that we're going to feel like a C-plus right about now, that you actually are just trying to survive what's going on, and that what's running in the background and zapping all that energy and strength you thought you'd have for your, that's what's doing, it's zapping that strength you thought you'd have for your kids' schooling, uh, your, your house projects, catching up on reading, and all the other lofty sites you had set for this time. Listen, I found my list that I made at the outset of this time the other day, and I laughed out loud. Uh, so it's time to lower the bar and adjust your expectations and accept survival as what's going to be right now. The only thing that matters is God and people. Let the other stuff go. Focus your energy to stay connected with God and be as loving and kind as possible, given your limited resources. I want to suggest that your best help is to hold on to one truth and one truth only, like a little kid does with his blankie. So I'd like to introduce you to Spencer's blankie when he was young. This was his best toy, his favorite companion, his primary comfort, his sleep aid, more important than food or water. <laughs> and listen, what happened was when he, like, if we lost it, all of life stopped until we found it again. That's what I want to suggest we have to do with the truth of God, is that we've got to grab hold of a truth of God and hold on to it for dear life, and then all of life has to stop until we find it again. We've got to stay oriented that way. So what would that truth be for you? What does it need to be for you? Something comforting, reassuring, true, and will carry you through this time. What is it? Maybe for some of you it's as simple as God is good. Yeah, okay, is God gonna get me through this time? Yes, God is good. Is this time going to, am I gonna be okay? Yes, God is good. Or maybe God is faithful. God has been faithful to his generations. God has been faithful to his generations. God will be faithful to me. He's been faithful to me in the past. God is faithful to his people. How am I gonna get what I need? God is faithful to provide, right? You just keep holding on to that. Maybe it is something like, um, especially for those of us, so many of us facing aloneness right now. Hebrews 13, five. 
He will never leave you nor forsake you. So God is with me. He's Emmanuel. God is with me. God is with me. Emmanuel. God is with me. Uh, I feel so lonely right now. God is with me. I feel so misunderstood by the people in my house right now. God is with me. Right? God, I, I feel like I'm out of strength right now. God, you're with me. Whatever it takes, we've got to hold on to this truth. Listen, I was listening to a, a popular dance instructor's podcast. Don't ask. And he spoke of how to keep from getting dizzy when we spin. Stop and look straight ahead, he says. Focus, uh, find a spot and capture that as you turn. Keep your focus there almost the whole time. Yeah, that's what's going to keep us from being dizzy during these spinning times that we're in. Keep your focus on that one truth of God. Hold on to that truth of God with all of your might. Right? I'll list the resources that uh, I've, had, I've talked about here in this uh, time, and I'm also going to put some scriptures at the end of this time so that you can uh, look through them to maybe choose it for your accompanying blankie. And uh, if I do one of these next week, it's going to be on the number one tool for how to survive times like this. But, but for right now, for right now, the most important thing is please remember to have grace for yourself and adjust your expectations and lower the bar because there's a whole lot going on in the background. And please hold on to that comforting, grounding, steadying truth, reassuring, unchanging truth throughout these next days and months. Because the Lord longs to be gracious to you. He rises to show you compassion. <laughs>